Playful World Ministries presents Guess Who's Coming for Christmas, a five-part audio comedy drama written by Sandy Brownlee and originally produced for Family Life Network, Kevin Van Buren producer. Once again, here are your hosts, Sandy Brownlee and her husband, Mr. Sandy Brownlee. In our last episode of Guess Who's Coming for Christmas... Yeah, I have an important question. Okay. What? Is this production a camarama or a dramedy? Don't you know by now? No, I don't even know by then. It has to be a camarama because dramedies are a style of camel. Oh. See, camels come in, you know, regular filter and dramedies. Uh, yes. And none of them are good for you? I say one hump or two. <laughs> Can I light your camel for you? Ah! No, don't do that. That'll irritate the daylights out of him. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've... Shut ourselves is totally stupid. Uh, yeah, and we established already that love is being stupid together. I love you. So feel the... <laughs> feel the lo- I love you too, dear. <laughs> feel the love. All right, well, anyway, I hope you've loved our episodes thus far as we bring this thing home. Guess who's coming for Christmas? We finally get to a part where Maury and Gary finally talk turkey. However, it remains to be seen if anybody's going to have any turkey this Christmas. And we're not dressing up this episode. Oh. So, they get to talk turkey. Mm-hmm. And it is a first step toward reconciliation. Right. And then there's a major step that takes place this time because we get to hear the Christmas story from Maury. Like you've never heard it before. Trust me. All right, this pine looks about right, I guess. Let's see. Blue? No. Green? No. Red? Oh, good grief, no. All I need is white. Plain white lights. Simple, clear, nothing funny or complicated or weird, just, just normal white. It's them. I can't deal with this again. Gary. Ah! Caroline, don't do that! What are you doing back here? Uh, nothing. I, I was oh, just... Gary Lynn Harbin, you were hiding. Was not. I was putting up lights. Behind the shed? Uh, yeah. Right. Well, that can wait. I need your help with supper. In a minute. I just want to finish this tree. Oh, right. Don't be long. I'll be in in an hour or two. Ah, lights, I see. Ah, uh, Maury. You're back. My front, too. Brunchi. Hashienta, <laughs> such a beast you are. So, is everything... I mean, Mom, is she... Your okay? mother's fine. But I think maybe you should talk to her. I think she's ready now. Ready? She had a nice long chat with your father. With my... Gary. She loved him. She still does, and she understands him better now. Maybe better than you. Now, wait a minute. You don't know a single thing about... I know you loved him, but you didn't understand what happened inside his heart before he died. Look, I know he got kind of religious before he died, but... Religious, religious. Your father met Yeshua Messiah. He met Jesus Christ. Maddie understands that. Do you? Now, look. Your mother, she loves you. Go, talk to her. Me? 
I gotta walk a dog with the world's tiniest bladder. Um, I'm going to help Caroline. Excuse me. Here, uh, let me help you with that, son. Oh, my, you're freezing. Come on inside. In a second. Uh, look, Mom, I just I'm want... i to turn on the Christmas tree lights. Could you set the table, hon? I, in a minute. Mom, I just wanted hey, to say that I'm... the lights look nice. When's supper ready? I don't know. Ask Caroline. Mom, I know there's been a lot of things that... Oh, sorry. Uh, not listening, not listening. Fat poof, I'm gone. Okay. Mom, uh, I just want to... did you guys get a fireplace? Huh? Oh, oh my. The turkey! <laughs> well, it's not turkey, but it's not bad. Pizza on Christmas Eve? Good grief, what's next? Oh, lighten up, Gary. Your mom didn't know our oven timer didn't work. Nothing's worked this Christmas. I'm sorry, son. I didn't mean to mess up your Christmas. Oh, you can't mess up Christmas. It started out messed up. What do you mean? Show me an easy chair and I'll tell you. Coming, Maddie? Um, you go on. I, I just want to clean up a little. Uncle Raymond. Oh, okay. Nothing good on anyway. Well, now tell me what you were saying about Christmas being messed up. I didn't say it was messed up. I said it started messed up. You see, it all started with a girl in trouble. Huh? A teenage girl. Pregnant, not married. A girl in trouble. I guess you're right. And to top it all off, she claimed that she was a virgin. Well, yeah, that's part of the story. Story, shmari. She could have been stoned to death. Thing is, she was a virgin. She had been visited by an angel, no less, and he told her she was the one. The one what? Virgin? No. The one who would give birth to the Messiah. The son of God who would save Israel and the world. But it gets worse. Worse? She's engaged, and a fiancé wants to break it off and send her away. But another angel comes and tells him she's legit, go ahead and marry her, so he does, but it gets worse. How? Taxes. I hate taxes. So who doesn't? But these are the worst kind of taxes. Roman taxes that makes everybody go back to the hometown. So? So? She's nine months pregnant. It's three, maybe four days on a donkey on a crowded road, not knowing if she's going to make it. But then it, it gets, gets worse. worse. There's not a bed left in the whole town. This scared, pregnant kid is stuck in a stable with donkeys, and she goes into labor. She even has to put a newborn son in a feeding trough. Then... Don't tell me it gets worse. No, it gets amazing. What do you mean? Angels sing in the sky. Shepherds come to worship. But that's not even the most amazing thing. Sounds pretty amazing to me. I'll tell you what's amazing. God himself, my Messiah, was born a little human baby. We're talking the creator of the universe here. I never thought of it that way. I mean, here's God in human skin, sawing wood, eating dinner, walking, talking, and laughing just like me and you. Amazing that God should do such a thing. Yeah, I suppose it is. <sighs> Gary, if you only knew, if you only knew God wanted so much for you to be a part of his family, he became one of yours. Family? Hmm. Speaking of that, uh, 
Mom, Mom, I... Mom? Where's Mom? I don't know, hon. She's gone. Coming here for Christmas. What on earth was I thinking? Mom, what are you doing? Packing. But why? I mean, I it's thought we... all right, son. I'm just sorry I messed up your Christmas. Oh, you didn't. Yes, I did. When your father died, it was like the world just didn't make sense anymore. That man was my life. Too much my life. Your father was... Well, he was a bulldozer. But then he started to change. He he got sick. Yes, but it was more than that. He got saved. Mom, I don't know what you mean by that, but we always went to church. I know, Christmas and Easter. Gary, your father was dying. He knew there had to be something more. Did Did he find it? Yes. Oh, yes. Thanks to a little hospice nurse. He found Jesus. So you really do believe it, don't you, Mom? I mean, all this stuff about a Messiah. Oh, with all my heart. Oh, Gary, there's so many things I wanted to tell you. But, uh, well, here. What's this? Your Christmas present. Oh, Mom, you didn't have to. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's Dad's watch. Oh, I thought you gave it to... Well, you know. Oh, good heavens. You thought... I bought that one for Maury last Christmas. <laughs> well, at least that explains some of the dirty looks he got. I'm sorry. I, I don't have anything to give you, Mom. Gary, all I ever wanted was back in your life. Here, hand me that suitcase. What are you doing? Unpacking. I mean, if that's okay with you. Okay. Oh, Gary. Thank you. That's the best Christmas gift you could ever give me. Merry Christmas, Mom. I tell you what. We can do this later. The family's waiting for us. You're the boss, Mom. Uh Uh-huh. Right after Caroline and Maury and... Worry. Oh, it's about time. Where you been? Gary? Not to worry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I-, I wanted you both to stay as long as you want. Oh, oh, Gary, for real? Yes, for real. And maybe you can, well, tell us some more about a... You sure, Messiah? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> my wonderful God. Such a sense of humor he has. Who would have thought he could use a burnt turkey and a Jewish comedian to put a family back together? Wait a minute. You're Jewish? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that Ray. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) there you have it. That's our story. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you really enjoyed Maury's unique perspective on the Christmas story that, well, he really made it seem real, didn't he? Yeah. And it was real. I mean, there was a real teenage girl who found herself pregnant for Mm. real. And an angel really spoke to her. And a miracle happened, which has no explanation but God. 
And then there was a real man who was her fiance, and he had to make a choice mm-hmm. as far as how to handle this situation. And God really intervened. He even allowed that census by the Romans to really have to make a trip to Bethlehem from Nazareth, which by donkey with a nine-month pregnant girl. I mean, that really happened. Yeah. Imagine really sitting on a donkey for several days Mm -hmm. with each bump making you wonder, is the baby going to come out? Is the baby going to come out? You know. And they finally get to Bethlehem and find out all they got to work with is a stable. With animals surrounding you, minimal privacy, Mm -hmm. and then all that you had to put your baby in for real was a feeding trough with hay in it. All that stuff really did happen and it was all by God's design. Yeah. He orchestrated it in a way you would never guess him to do so. He chose the most humble, commonplace, and even impoverished situation to bring his son into the world. Why? Why would he do that? Because he wanted us in his family. God came in our human skin, in full-blown humanity, Mm -hmm. in a human body, in a human self, to bring us into his family. He lowered himself all the way down to an unwed teenage girl. And and a working-class guy, a carpenter. Exactly. And then among shepherds and farm animals in a rock cave, in a bed of straw, He said, if I'm going to lower myself, I'm going to make sure I get down so low that whosoever will come, nobody has to be qualified by human standards in order to become reconciled to the family of God. Yeah, and when Jesus came into the little baby, God was bringing not only his son into human flesh, human flesh was now a part of God. Reconciled into the family of God, and that really is what this story is about and really what the Christmas story is about, reconciliation. Because every last one of us is a prodigal, like Maddie. Yeah, and who doesn't have a dysfunctional family? Raise your hand. Right. I don't see any hands out there. That's because they're not really in the room with us right now. You probably wouldn't see them. But if you could see them, and if everybody was honest, every hand would go up. We were all part of the family of God until Adam and Eve screwed things up. And thus we all are hardwired now to be prodigals, to go off on our own and do our own thing aside from God. And God didn't want to leave it that way. That's right. So this whole thing was orchestrated so that we could become reconciled back to God by Him becoming one of us. That is why we say Merry Christmas, because it is such wonderful news and such a wonderful gift to us. Christmas can be the best time of the year, or it can be the toughest time of the year. We've all suffered losses. I mean, Sandy and I got a double dose of major loss last Christmas. So we know that Christmas will never be the same because certain people aren't here. That's one kind of loss that can't be reversed. But we're talking about the kind of loss because somebody walked away. Whether it was you Mm -hmm. or someone dear to you, reconciliation is what's needed. And Christmas is a great time of year to do that because God showed his desire to reconcile us to him through a baby in a manger. What else needs to be said? Right. If you're ready to come home to Jesus and be reconciled to your loving God, we'd love to help you. Email us at playfulworldministries at gmail.com and let's talk. And if you need to reconcile to a family member, there's no better time than right now. 
it might mean you have to become really, really humble. Kind of like God became really, really humble as a little baby in a manger, in a stable. But as the angel said to the shepherds, fear not, go for it. Humble yourself, reconcile to your family, and make this a merrier Christmas than you thought it was going to be. Amen. Now I hope I didn't preach too much. No, well, you can pare it down. So I did preach too much. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hey, we hope you enjoyed our story. It's just one of the ways we express the truth here at Playful World Ministries. Right. And we hope you've seen this story in a new way, fresh eyes. If you want to know more about what Christmas really means and about who Messiah really is, well, email us at playfulworldministries at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to help us continue to minister playfully, again, go to the show notes that came with this and click on the link to our Giving Fuel page. It says givingfuel.com slash Brownlee, and then give as God directs you. And finally, watch for upcoming Playful World podcasts over most of your devices. And by devices, we mean things like phones or tablets. As opposed to what? As opposed to... <laughs> you mean evil devices. Yes. You won't see this over your evil devices. <laughs> Sorry, that's not Christmassy. <laughs> but it is stupid. Yes, and love means being stupid together. So everybody, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Well, so do I. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, too. Well, let's do it together. Okay. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Together. Together.